Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 21 years of living experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Beck-Young. Welcome to today's episode. Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Psalm 31, 24. Hey, everyone. Welcome to FASD Hope. And this is our very early three-year anniversary episode. Um, October 1st, 2020, we launched FASD Hope. We were much different back then. We were uh, very eager to get this podcast out in the world and uh, we had a lot more energy back then, I think. Um, and I'm really thankful for everything that we've learned doing this podcast. And with me is my awesome husband, John, who's been just amazing and an amazing part of FASD Hope. Um, honey, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. There's a twist to this episode, but but first we'll we'll talk more about uh, what we've learned in three years. So, um, John, what if what are just a couple of things you've learned in these three years of of doing FASD Hope? Well, just that the you know when we were going through a pretty tumultuous time when our son was younger, um, there were no resources, you know, looking back 10 plus years ago, there weren't really many resources available. There weren't people, there were very few. It seemed like that we just didn't have finding the people that understood perhaps what was going on and could explain it and help and offer guidance. We could not find those people. We could not access any of that. And so, um, I think that was the biggest driver for this podcast was that there is still a need. There's, you know, there's people and families who are just discovering that, um, that something is different with their, with their, with their child and, you know, you seeking answers. But if you go to, if you're seeking that from, from people who don't, really understand it or they only understand a little bit of it you're going to get kind of misdirected um or it'll really elongate the process and so the goal was to help families and people that are facing and parents that were facing a similar situation to accelerate that process where they could get to the professionals that understand what's going on and can offer guidance and help and, you know, point you in the right direction um, to get the, the care that's needed rather than, you know, 10, 15 years going by before you can really get to the heart of that. And I think, you know, you've done an amazing job with the episodes and the guests, and there's a, a huge library now of, of a wide variety of topics on the subject. And so uh, that was kind of the goal. And so 
Um, I think I think mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, I think mission accomplished. And I think we've always said that this is the um, this is the podcast we wish we had ten years ago or even five years ago. I guess there's a saying out there that if if there's something you need to get done, do it yourself. And I think <laughs> that's kind of what we did. This is episode 179, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And that's almost 200 episodes about FAST. We don't profit from this podcast. In fact, um, doing this podcast costs us money, costs us time and energy. However, I think in the three years, it's been all been a labor of love. We've done this because we felt called to do this. And we definitely didn't feel equipped, especially in the beginning. But we know, again, God doesn't call the equipped. He equipped those whom he calls. And I feel like we've grown into that, definitely. You know, you and I talk about hope. And we talk about hope that is something that it's it's active. And we hope is not passive. Hope is active. You have to work in your hope. And and for us, hope is not optimism. Hope is trusting in the Lord and, and trusting, not only trusting in the Lord, but trusting in what he has planned for you and letting go of any control you think that you have. And we've really learned that on this journey, especially in the past, I would say in the past year or so. Um, we've had to let go of a lot of control, which is very challenging to do. Last night, I got to talk to uh, Rob, you know, our friend Rob Moore. and Who's also been a guest on our show too. Yeah, and and he offered some, on this topic, um, he offered some reminders that... um, that we're not in control, <laughs> you know, really um, thinking we can control this is a lie. And that's a lie that, you know, Satan puts in our head that we can control it and that things can go really wrong and it's going to be terrible. But um, the reality is that God has controlled us and it's a big hard step of faith, but that's something that, you know, I think we have to get better at in uh, because, you know, as kids get older, they want more independence. They act like they want more independence. They can't, they're not always ready for the independence. And, uh, you know, we have to provide, I guess, enough rope that they won't hang themselves, I suppose. But it, there's a lot of like little factors in there that can influence that the whole journey. But I, I really appreciate what that Rob had shared that. And he also, you know, reminded reminded me that um, that adoption is about loss and gain. And it's a daily reminder of a loss. And mothers, I think, can particularly feel the pain of that because the, the better you do as uh, as an adoptive mom, it could potentially be more of a reminder of the loss of their biological mom. Of the kid's biological mom, and yeah, and I, I think some, I think some kids struggle with that, and some don't. Everybody's different, but it's just it was a good that was a really sort of good reminder about just the loss and gain that is a daily thing for for somebody that has been you know that's a an adopted child. And um, 
we're just at a very volatile place right now. Um, I should say I am in a volatile place with our son, um, John, in his conversations with Rob. We and and we've kind of known this for a while too, but I've become a trigger for our son, and um, which is very very. It's physically, it's emotionally, it's spiritually draining because every interaction I have with him um, ends up with him raging at me. Um, he, he's no longer at home. So thankfully, you know, most of this has been via FaceTime or via phone call, but still it, it's reminiscent of when he was at home and raging. And uh, I realize just like last year that um, I, I realized that the Lord has put it in my heart that I need to step back um, from, from doing this podcast. Um, I pray it's for a while. I pray it's just for a while, but um, I can't talk to people about FASD when I am feeling the way I'm feeling right now. And um, so I need to do something about the way that I'm feeling right now. I feel like a trigger. Um, I know John feels like that too, um, but John has a different relationship with our son than I do. So, you know, John and I have talked and we've prayed and we're just going to kind of put things on hold earlier. I was going to put things on hold in December and take an extended holiday break, but um, we need to, to put things on hold now. Because, um, like John says, there's a lot of things. Rob said something about making a plan, John. Um, what, remind me again what he said about, you know, we're at this point, our son's an adult, um, and we need to make plans. And Yeah, uh, he, was, he was talking about, um, you know, a transition plan where we are no longer responsible for him. And um, I don't think we were really thinking of it in that way, but you know, the plan that we've been working towards after sort of hearing him say that and thinking about it, um, was that, you know, we're working towards trying to get SSI and he's on the innovations waiver waitlist, and, you know, to try to, so that he has financial support and, you know, he'll, he can have more latitude to make the, the big decisions for his life and have the, you know, have some money to be able to do the things he needs to do and not worry about and worry less about that, I guess. Um, and I foresee that, you know, at least I would on behalf of both of us would be there to uh, offer, you know, encouragement and guidance and support uh, from a, you know, from a, a, an advice and, you know, help standpoint, but that he would then, you know, he would be responsible for himself, uh, yeah. largely, uh, you know, but we're not really, we're not there yet. And I don't know that he is, uh, I don't know that he's emotionally or, you know, sort of in a oh, good mentally. Head. Yeah. Just yet, you know, but Things change rapidly, so can yeah. change rapidly. Yes. And um, another thing, too, is just 
to let anyone know who's listening that we are in a place where there, we have no supports. We we have a couple of little supports here and there, but we don't have programs or activities or housing or things like that. Everything that we've been doing um, to get our son in this interdependent state, um, we've scrapped on our own, um, you know, and it's taken a toll on us. It's taken a financial, a huge financial toll on us. It's taken a physical and emotional toll on us. And um, it's very, very frustrating when you live in a place where there's no supports, no organizations, no, no nothing that, that can say, hey, you can do this every day or you can, here's how we can support you. No, we're scrapping it. We, we have a wonderful neuropsychiatric provider. We have a wonderful faith-based family therapist. You know, we have some relatives who help when they can, but that's it. We we wish we lived in a place where he could go and, and transition into adulthood, you know, much more um, s- smoothly, but but we don't. And we know that many of you who are listening, you're in the same position, you know. So just like last year, what we need to do is just step back. I need to step back. I need to work through everything that I'm feeling, you know, and um, I also, once again, just like before, I need to focus on, on our family. And I, I definitely need to spend more time in God's word and um, just daily, actually, probably even hourly, just, just let go, let go of all this and um and give it to god so the hope takeaway from this is um there are three years well just shy of three years of episodes that are out there for you um whether you're new listening to this or whether um you've listened to us from the beginning and if you have listened to us from the beginning thank you thank you we named this podcast fasd hope because we we wanted hope to be associated in this journey. And I think, you know, um, I think we've done a not so bad job of, of doing that. So we're gonna end we're gonna end this podcast on hope takeaways, but just a reminder that um, you know, coming up on three years and 179 episodes later, we weren't planning again on taking this break right now. But um I think this is a good hope takeaway that um, you need to take breaks on this journey and breaks look different for everyone. For, for me, it's physically just stepping away from everything and, and retreating not only in my faith, but in, in my family. So um, my hope takeaway is that um, hope, hope isn't just wishful thinking. It's not just, hey, everything's going to be okay. No, hope is for us. It's letting go and giving this journey to God every minute, every hour, every day. And um, and that hope is trust. And I think that's huge because there's a lot of times on this journey, and John and I were talking about this last night, there's a lot of times you lose trust in in people in organizations, in 
you know, the things that are supposed to happen for your loved one with FASD that don't happen. Hope is trust. So our trust is is in the Lord and our trust is in 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 Jesus. Um because honestly this will this journey will break you and that's that's another hope takeaway i think john and i in this journey especially in the past 21 years there have been many times where we've come really close to being broken but um i think that <laughs> i don't know how much closer we can get from all of this journey but um this journey has definitely brought us closer and, and so that's my hope takeaway is that hope is hope is something that you have to have trust in in God and you have to just let this journey go. And I think that right now our continuing FASD hope for the moment, um, I feel I feel like it would I we need to be transparent and say, hey, things are really volatile. And um, we we need to step back. John, do you have any final word to hope? Just that, you know, another thing Rob had said that has been kind of banging around in my head is that um, I don't know what things are going to look like two weeks from now, but I know they're going to be different. And I put, you know, my faith in the Lord that he's in control and that, uh, you know, is I have to have faith, more faith in his being in control and not try to, uh, to worry less and not try to grip the wheel, the steering wheel so hard, maybe. Yeah. So thank you everyone who's been listening. Um, we're just taking a break again. Um, I don't know how long, just from John and I, thank you for listening for these past uh, three years in October. And um, we're just stepping away and um, just always have hope.